Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Crossroad Connection podcast. And I haven't talked to you guys for a couple weeks, so I'm excited to get back with you and talk today on the podcast. Today, I'm joined by a very, very special person, uh, Lacey Bond. I've known Lacey pretty much my whole life, and she has got a wonderful testimony of God's grace and love and mercy. And I can't wait for you guys to hear today's podcast with Lacey. So tune in, and I know you'll be blessed by listening. Well, today I am joined by a a, lo- a lifelong friend of mine because mm-hmm. we were just sitting here discussing how long we've known each other and it's been a long time. Lacey Bond. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So we talked about Lacey. Maybe Joyce and I might have talked about having you come back on the pod or having you on the podcast when she was here. Mm-hmm. We talked about the recovery Freedom Connection Recovery Center. Yeah. So that's kind of how Lacey got on this. Uh, journey to be on my podcast today, but um, Lacey has a great story to tell. And so Lacey, I'm just going to, I'm going to open it up to you to talk a little bit about, obviously she's connected to the Freedom Connection Recovery Center. Yeah. I'm a peer. You're a peer. Peer coach. Yep. Mm-hmm. So how did you get, let's, let's, that's where we're going, but how did okay. you get there? Okay. So, um, um, in high school, I started hanging out with the wrong crowd, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, growing up, we, we were, we had those um, environmental influences around us, like sure. drinking and things like that. So um, drinking was kind of like the gateway into drug use. Mm-hmm. And um, by the time I graduated high school, I was using meth and, and smoking pot and drinking and partying like every day you know mm-hmm. and but I worked I maintained you were job. functioning I was functioning addict yes and alcoholic wow. but uh I would say you know 15 years of doing that wow yeah and then I got in trouble with the law for um dealing in meth yeah yeah and they put me in jail. It was the first time I had ever been in trouble other than just a, a one-time drinking and driving. And I, I went through all my trouble and all my probation then. And then they, uh, you were they wanted to put the, me in prison is what they wanted to do. You were probably one yeah. of the lucky ones. Would you say 15 years of that life and not getting in trouble? Is that rare that somebody would go that long without getting in trouble? Or is that just... I mean, some people can go their whole life without, you know, like, yeah, you know, there's a, there's, there's a lot more people that are addicted and using and drinking and doing things like that than we know, you know what I mean? Sure. We don't know what goes behind closed doors at people's residence and stuff. But, you know, for me, it was like, I had gotten so far down into that lifestyle that I didn't know how to get out of it, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I... I, re- I remember crying to my mom and being like, mom, ha- like, I'm, I'm scared to even leave. Like, I don't know what they would do to me. You know, I don't, I didn't know how to get away from it. And I would pray. I, like, I never lost God. You know, we went to church together. Yes. Well. Uh-huh. I never lost God. I always had him. And like, sometimes in those scary nights, I would literally sleep with my Bible next to me in my bed, you know, because they were scary times. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, 
Which is awesome. Going to jail saved my life. Like, I can't be mad at anybody. Yes. Yeah. And that was God's way of saying, Lacey, it's time to change. Well, I mean, he really sat me down because I got lifelined, like, the week before. So I made the news two times in in a week. Yeah. Once for almost dying. And then once for, you know, a big drug charge. So you got lifelined. Mm -hmm. And then you came home from the hospital and then got in trouble. They, I was home from the hospital one day and they put me in jail. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So what, like it was the, it was probably the most traumatizing experience that anybody could ever have for their first time going to jail on a, on a very, very, uh, big charge, you know? Sure. Yeah. Very serious. So they were going to throw you in prison. They wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is the first time I, and I knew that mentally whenever I was using, I was like, oh, this is the first time I'm in trouble. I can't do that much to me. You know what I mean? Sure. Manipulating my own mind to, to keep doing what I was doing, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, um, I remember I told, I told my lawyer, like, I'm going to do house arrest or I'm not doing anything. And you know, I'll sit in County and t- for five years if I have to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, he did. He gave me house arrest and everything. But during the during that time that I signed my plea for house arrest, I got accepted into a recovery center, and they made me go to house arrest. So I don't I don't know if anybody's okay. It's like exactly like the pandemic. Ugh. Yeah. It is like lonely. It is. So you were accepted boring. to go into recovery center, but they wouldn't let you because right. you were doing house arrest. Because I'd already signed my plea to do house arrest. Oh shoot! Yeah. And yeah. that was dead. And, and I'm telling you, I, I, I from like probably fourteen, fifteen years old on, I never had, I never had rules. I left the house mm-hmm. whenever I was like sixteen years old, mm-hmm. and I, I lived by my own rules, you know. Yeah. And I, so paid, kids- I like I started working. Mom and Dad signed for me to work whenever I was fifteen. So, so this I is just, a good lesson for kids who think their parents are too strict. Right. Rules are good for you. Right. And you do not want to leave home at 18. Yeah. I promise. I always tell my kids, so Marshano kids, live at home as long as you can. Right. Yes. <laughs> and then some. And then some. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But um, so you were put on house arrest. What happened during that, that period of time? Okay. So whenever I was still in jail, um, I was getting out of the block to go to AA meetings in there with um, Jan Meyer. And... Uh, Whenever I got out, she would come and pick me up and take me to AA. And to be quite honest, like, I was uh, only going to get out of the house because... um, You were lonesome. Because I couldn't do anything else but go to church meetings and work, you know? So I got out of the house every chance that I could. But they kept saying, keep coming back. It works if you work it, you know, every, every night whenever I leave. And... Even without me working that program, like a seed was planted, you know, mm-hmm. and and it got a hold of me, and I started going to AA, and I they were for, right then. Yeah, it does work if you work it. Yeah, and like I started seeing people, like people that and them sharing their stories or whatever, and and seeing how they were now, you know, and I'm like, man, I want that, you know. How do like, I get that? Like, down to like them passing around the donation jar, not having money, you know, and and being behind on house arrest and being like, man, one day I'm going to be able to put money in that jar. You know what I mean? Yes. Stuff like that. So that that was like my my motivation to start doing what I should be doing mm-hmm. or what I should have been doing like 20 years ago. Right. You know? Right. 
Yeah. But, um, yeah, so after that, uh, whenever I got off house arrest, I, um, I was scared to death, you know, because I was going to have freedom. And I, I didn't, bet. I didn't know how to handle that. I, well, I didn't know how... I didn't know what I would do if I got bored and I could leave. You know what I mean? Sure. It scared me. Sure. So, Understandable. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. So I... Uh, and I, I had got this little beater car working at um, Acorn Grill. I worked there for like two years, I think. and Or maybe a little longer. I don't know. That's great. Yeah. And I, I mean, it was the first job that I ever had sober. And, mm-hmm. you know, Brandon's in recovery. And he uh, he held me accountable, you know, and he like he's a good he's a big amazing. Dude. Yeah. He's one of the major reasons why I'm still making it right now, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, anyway, after where was I at? I get down rabbit holes. So for sure. So you, you got out of. Uh, oh, house I signed arrest? up. For, yeah, I was scared to get off house arrest and I signed up for college. Amazing. Yeah. yeah to be an addiction counselor. Oh, my gosh. Right. So, uh, I knew whenever I was sitting in the attendance office or, um, I don't know, the sign up office. Like the advisor. There you go. Mm -hmm. Um, admissions. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, God, this has to be you, man, because I would never be sitting in this office with an ankle monitor on my ankle. Right. You know, signing up for school right now. This has to be you, you know? Yes. Yeah. That thought that came in your mind, you think back and you think that had to, only, only God could have put that. Oh no, it was like a thought while I was sitting in there. Cause like I was so out of my comfort zone, you know what I mean? And they always said in the meetings, if you don't get out of your comfort zone, you're not growing, you're not, you're not better in your life. Right. You know? Right. So I try to live outside of my comfort zone. That's amazing because yeah. a lot of people listening will probably think, and I know we talk about this in Bible study all the time. Oh, it's out of my comfort zone. Yeah, God wants you to live out out of yeah. your comfort zone. That's where you find the lost people. Right. You don't find them in your. You're right. Your little circle yeah. of people that you want to emulate their lives in your own. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So right. where'd you go to school at? Um, Ivy Tech for two years, and then I turn. Um, I'm still at St. Mary's right Wonderful. now. Wonderful. Yeah. Do you have one- a master's degree for that? No, just a bachelor's. Just a bachelor's. Yeah. That's wonderful. I mean, I could go to get my master's yeah. if I wanted, but man, that's some, that's some hardcore I mean, how much longer do you have to go? A year. Wow. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, two semesters. I bet. I hope you're proud of yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. that's a lot. It's really, it's really, though, it's really crazy because, you know, I have those days where I'm just like so discouraged and thinking that I'm just like not, not doing enough or whatever. But yeah, like I've... Uh, I should be proud of myself. You should. That, that post yesterday on Facebook. Yes. Doing that. Yeah. I was telling Lacey, I, I just think uh, from her social media, and I know, you know, social media, you like it or you don't, but I just feel like when I see what you post, it's you're such an inspiration. So I want to tell you to keep up that. All right. Because I think that, because I see where you've come mm-hmm. from and where you're at today, and it's just remarkable. Yeah. And God has been so good. Like, I just, I can't, like, I feel like I won't be, um, oh, effective if I, if I'm not leading by example. Right. Right. I don't want to be one of those, one of those people. Right. You know, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And it's hard. Oh. I promise. Yeah. I'm sure. You know, whenever, whenever everybody's posting bar pictures and, you know, like, yeah. Uh, 
backyard barbecues with with alcohol in them, you know, mm-hmm. like we lived for that at yeah. the bonds and yeah. Carlisle. So, so do you almost like, have to like unfollow? Do you unfollow? Do you try to stay away from that? Do oh yeah, yeah. Just and try to stay away from it. Yeah, but they sneak in there sometimes. Sure. Yeah. That that yeah. devil. He likes to just. He does. He's a he's a dog. Yeah, creep into that. And he's the a liar. Like, yeah. Like he is a liar. Yeah. A liar, and a cheat, and a dirty, no good scoundrel. That's right. <laughs> so then that brings us how do you tie back into the Connection Recovery Center? Okay, so while I was doing my internship over here at the courthouse in the probation department at um, Ivy Tech, I was asked to do a panel for um, the United Way. Okay. At Sweet Peas. Um, I, did you guys go to that? I did not. Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, um, and I met Joyce at that panel. And about I want to say like a month later it was before my internship was over and that's only three months so anyway I, I called the uh, Angie and I was like hey there's a there's a recovery center in Terre Haute I said why can't there be one in Sullivan you know mm-hmm. and it was just like I was meditating that morning and it just came across my mind that we need one here yeah you know the lord and probably I know laid girls, that on your heart <laughs> yeah all the girls in Terre Haute, i know them and they do great work up there you know helping helping peers in recovery it's mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's it's very um rewarding you oh, know i'm sure yeah. to be able to give back to, and to know we were discussing this a little bit before we got started today but to be able to you know what it's like. Yeah. You've been there. Yeah. You have a totally I mean, different perspective. Every, everybody's journey is different, you know, but... Absolutely. We can relate on levels that mm-hmm. that people that don't have lived experience can't, you know? Mm-hmm. So... So your job with the Freedom... I feel Reco- like that's why it, 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 like, it, like, holds me accountable in my recovery, too. You know what sure. I mean? Sure. Yeah. Because people are looking up to you. Yeah. If she can do it, I well, can do it. Well, they're relying on me. Yeah. 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 You're so responsible. It's crazy. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought? Well, the Lord knew. Yeah. He had a bigger plan for you. Right. And you're so, living that out. Yeah. So um, Angie gave me, um, Angie Doherty gave me Joyce's number, and I called Joyce, and we met at Hardy's, at a little, had a little meeting, and ate a little um, breakfast sandwich, I think it was. It's awesome. And yeah, and I shared my vision and she shared hers and from then on we just started working together towards it and wow uh, and growing pains yeah for sure i I know what growing pains are now yes yes yeah so if you didn't listen to my podcast with joyce cox please go back and do because joyce gives us she gave us information about how you guys got started uh-huh. and all the process it took to get to where you are even now. Yeah. And we're not even and we're not even a we're not even a tenth of a way there, yeah. you know. Isn't that something? Yeah. So, at the recovery center, uh-huh. what do you what's your position? What do you um, offer? What do you hope to offer? Give us um, a little insight. So, Joyce has me as the director and um, me and Mark Neal. Okay. He's he's volunteering there right now and until we get grant money and everything. And we've been through training. We're both certified peer coaches. So if you guys know anybody that needs help, send them our way. Um, Absolutely. We have a Facebook page. I carry a phone with me 24-7, you know. Um, we offer family, family counseling, like 
So like just for, family just members. to like support people that are dealing with somebody who is using substances. So important, right? Um, we have recovery meetings. Um, we have referrals to treatment, like if they need detoxed or um, if they have issues that we can't, that's out of our scope. We can refer them to other to somebody who can help them. Um, life skills classes. If you don't know how to do a resume, come on down. I'll help you out. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I do MRT for the Sullivan County Probation Department every Friday. Um, I hold or I host um, all pathway recovery meeting. We call it an open meeting on oh, Wednesday. That's nice. Yeah, on Wednesdays. I mean, that's like it. You can you can come in there for anything. Because we're all recovering from something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sure. And not just drugs and alcohol. There's lots of recovery. Right. So that would be open to right anything. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a wonderful opportunity. Like depression, you know, anxiety, yeah. whatever. I don't think. Pe- I just don't think people realize what's available. Right. And well, so I hope once we this- once we start getting more word out in the community and stuff, like I really hope that the pool event, um, yeah, like opens all those doors. Yeah. So talk know? about that. Okay, so um, I had a friend in recovery tell me that he wanted to do his uh, lead, which is a testimony. And uh, I said, okay, well, the next one that I do, you can do it. So I met with him. We had breakfast. And um, he he was like, I want it to be big. I want it to be a big deal. You know? <laughs> well, it so should be a big we were, deal. We were brainstorming, and, and uh, we came up with uh, at the park uh-huh. and um, – to try and get the pool. So shout out to Mayor Clint Lamb for donating the pool for this event. And, Very cool, Clint. And, yes. And the city park, you know, Sullivan, the yep. uh, city of Sullivan for the city park. Um, while I'm doing shout outs, uh, Matt Price for um, donating for the shirts and um, save a lot in Baslers. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So when is the event? It is the 26th. The 26th of July. Four to eight. Four to eight. That's a long time. That's nice. So yeah. you can come and swim. Well, I mean, you got those people that don't want to swim. They can come out and they hang out till six because from six to eight, it's swimming. Okay. So, but, you okay. know, if, if you got kids, bring them out. Like, it's, yes. it's for everybody. It's open to the and public. It's free, and it's free. It's free. It's for everybody. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. So you're going to have different organizations there. I've invited all organizations that have anything to do with recovery. So, like, churches, um, like, uh, Big Brother, Big Sister. Oh, um, that's nice. I invited Recovery Cafe. They're, they're coming. Um, Next Step, uh, Wabash Valley Recovery Center. Um, I don't know. There's so many right now. Yeah. Hamilton Center. That's the hospital, awesome. Like uh, Hickory. It's going to be a big event then. Yeah. I Like whenever people are calling to, to see if they can come and set up a table, like, I just smiled in my head. Yes. "Yes." This is what you had envisioned. Yeah. So will he be the only person giving their testimony? Will other people do that as well or? Well, I mean, if they want to, like, um, there's going to be like games and food and, and a dunking booth with, uh, 
officers in there to dunk and fun. yeah super fun cornhole yeah uh, there's a foam machine for the kids foam they love that kids yeah. love that i know it. you've worked really hard on this i, I really it's well, awesome we have yes, yes. We have. Yeah. yeah so mark your calendars for that and yeah. plan to come out i know it's on facebook i've seen it a few times but we'll just keep sharing it and yeah. keep reminding people but yep. what a fun night yes it's I hope so. Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. But not I, responsible for stolen items. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I just want to. I want to leave our time today with a, a mark. You had said, you know, uh, your life with Christ. Re- reiterate what you had said to me in the beginning. Like it's all you have. You, God is all. You know, when you have nothing, God is all you've got. What did you say to me? I said that He's the only thing that's got me to where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just think that is awesome. Right. And I Thank think you. you're just a walking testimony of that. Yeah. So my I just, church fan my my church family, they they've been there for me, like they support me, like it's uh You've been loved but on. That, I, I, if I didn't have God in my church family, you know. Where would you be? Yeah. Well, where would we all be if we didn't right. have but I'm just I love talking with another Christian sister who has such a strong faith and a testimony <laughs> and i just it's it's been a blessing thank you for me so i hope that i hope that yeah you guys will go out and support her her uh, event at the pool but also freedom connection recovery center they're doing great things yeah and like um you know the next event well um overdose awareness day is the 31st okay yeah so we're kind of wanting to get something put together to you know to mark to that. honor to honor our loved ones that we've lost to opioids and sure yeah we're still learning and 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 just oh and we have there's going to be acupuncture at the um event too oh joyce talked a little about the acupuncture acu detox acupuncture yeah yeah i want some calming acupuncture i love it so is it great yes yeah Yeah. so see if you need some acupuncture come on down to the pool event yeah but I just, and I know here at Crossroads, we have some pamphlets for the recovery center. So if you have any questions or anybody listening that wants to get involved, wants to volunteer. Facebook page, um, website, mm-hmm. fcrcsullivan.org. You're taking, uh, I, I assume you take donations. Yeah. So like until we get grant money in, donations are so welcome. Yeah. So welcome. So pray about that. If that's something that you're thinking about, I'd like to help an organization out. Where can I? Yeah. If you're a member here at Crossroads, you want to you want to donate some of your money or your tithe that this week, next week to that, just write on your envelope. Freedom Connection Recovery oh, Center. We'll be, get that, that to them. That would just be great. Like, yep. seriously, Joyce is paying out of pocket for, like, the utilities, the rent, you know. God's really put that in her heart He really to do ha- that. He really has. And I'm like, just be patient. Just be patient. It's going to come. It's, it's coming. Come. Yeah. What, the, so. what God started, he'll finish. So. Right. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, I've been I've been putting uh, word out like at um, local churches and things like that for donations because sure. yeah, that's what we, we need. need. That's what you need we right need now. It. Sullivan needs it. Yeah. Sullivan needs all they can get. Yep. You and know? this is very it's, it's it's an important thing for our community. We're to not, have. We, I don't I don't think we'll ever win the war on drugs. Sadly, you know? but I'll fight until I die. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. Keep doing it. Keep doing so good, and thanks for coming on my podcast. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Well, thank you so much, Lacey, and I just appreciate you being on the podcast. And again, if you are um, 
interested in helping with the Freedom Connection Recovery Center, please get a hold of somebody here at Crossroads or um, stop in their um, North Section Street location and get involved with them. They're going to do great things. They're doing great things already. And be in prayer for them as they move forward with getting grants written and just getting the funding they need because we need this in our community so much. So I thank Joyce Cox and Lacey both for their hard work that they're putting in and their pool event coming up. So um, be in prayer for them as they've got exciting things around the corner. Speaking of exciting things around the corner, we've got exciting things going on here at Crossroads. Our pastor search committee has got their applications out. And so if you go to crossroads98.com, the, the very top homepage on the far right side, job opportunities or employment opportunities, I should say. And that's where anyone could apply for our lead pastor position. So please be in prayer for our pastor search team, our leadership team, our staff here at Crossroads, and all those people applying for this lead pastor job. I know that God is in this and he has got uh, the perfect person that he's going to send to us. So just be in prayer, really cover every aspect of that with your prayers as we move forward into this very exciting step in our transition. And uh, another very exciting thing is Waffles and Worship. Back to school, Waffles and Worship. And we did this January 1 and it was it was a really fun time. So we're like, how can we celebrate back to school? Um, so nine o'clock on August 6th, we're gonna meet at all the area schools. So Sullivan Elementary, Junior High, High School. We're gonna meet at Carlisle Elementary and Junior High. We're gonna meet at the master's class and Duggar Community Schools. So if you live close to any of those schools or you feel led to go to a specific school, be there on August 6th at nine o'clock. And we're gonna just do a short prayer session over those schools, those buildings, the teachers and the students. What a better way to start our school year than to pray over those buildings. I just can't think of a better way. And then at 9.30 back here at Crossroads, we're gonna start serving waffles. And so come in and have breakfast, visit, visit with each other, all the people you set with, visit with each other. And um, 10.30 starts our worship service. And we've got some fun, exciting things going to happen during that time as well. So please come in and, and just plan on having a great morning with us on August 6th. And then if you've got a child that goes upstairs with Pastor Stephanie, she is planning a very, very fun family connection event that evening, August 6th from 5 to 7 at Mad Dog's Bowling and Restaurant. And so they're gonna bowl and have pizza and it'll be a very, very fun family night. Again, great way to kick off our back to school time. Um, so do you don't wanna miss August 6th. And uh, I just got a scripture here for you guys. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. And that came out of Hebrews 10:36. And I think now in this transition, as we as we uh, find a new pastor and our church transitions to a whole new time, we need to have that patient endurance and and do God's work. Continue to be a strong church family and do God's work. And we will receive all that He's promised. That's right there in Hebrews. So I hope that makes you feel encouraged today. And I just want to say a prayer for us, Father God. Thank you for this day. I just thank you for Lacey and all that she um, is doing, Lord, for you. She just feels you in her life so much. And, and she's such a testimony. She's the hands and feet of you, Jesus. And, and I thank you for her life. I thank you for the wonderful things that the Freedom Connection Recovery Center is doing. And I just thank you for all those folks that are putting countless uh, 
hours in and their own time, their own money to make that possible, Lord. So I just pray you just just cover them with your uh, with your blessings, Lord. Send the right people their way to help them get the resources that they need, Lord, to do your work. They're such strong, faithful Christian people, and and we just uh, we hope the best for them. So we just pray right now, Lord, that you'll just send. Send the right things, the right people at just the right time. Your time is perfect, Lord, and we trust you in that. I thank you for all that's going to happen here at Crossroads in our time of transition, Lord. And I see your hand working in so many things. So I just thank you. Thank you for going ahead of us and just, uh, you know, what's going to happen and you're preparing everything. So just be with our search team, our leadership team. Be with us as a staff, Lord, as we um, just do your work, do your will. I thank you for all the people listening to this podcast. I pray you'll bless them. Give them a great, great week. And I thank you for all that you do for us, Lord. And I ask all this in your very, very precious, special name. Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a very, very good rest of the week. And I hope to see you all on Sunday. Sunday.